Welcome to the Seven Figure Fundraising Podcast, the podcast where we discuss specific tactics and strategies to grow your nonprofit. I'm your host, Trevor Bragdon. For the past month, we've been talking with nonprofit leaders across the country about how they have adapted their organization to meet the COVID challenge. These conversations have been really encouraging, and we've seen nonprofits innovating at all levels and finding new ways to meet the needs of the people they serve. I had one great conversation with a CEO of a nonprofit that does work in Haiti, and he talked about how his whole team has adopted this mantra of innovate, not stagnate to meet these challenges that they keep facing. And while there's been innovation and resilience, many of you have also expressed frustration and a sense of loss. Frustrated that your plans for this year have changed dramatically. We've had events canceled. Things haven't gone as planned. And all the while, you're juggling and running a nonprofit from home while you're acting as a part-time teacher and trying to run a virtual school. And you're trying to figure out How do you talk to donors about everything that's changed? Which raises a question. How do you show donors all the changes that are happening in your organization and your plan to get through this COVID challenge? To answer this question, we've developed a new fundraising pitch specifically for the COVID crisis. In the last episode, I discussed with Roy Leonardson the principles of what makes a compelling pitch and we dove into what to do and what not to do to create that pitch. But the COVID crisis is really unique, and none of us alive today have experienced anything like it, and we thought it was important to create a pitch specifically for this time. This new pitch is called The Return, and is based on one of the most common story arcs you see in Western literature, the voyage and return story. This is used in stories like the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks or the Pixar movie Finding Nemo, and you see the voyage and return story arc in a lot of children's books, like Where the Wild Things Grow. Part of the beauty of this is its simple structure. It begins with a character getting thrown into a new world, not by their own choice. In the movie Castaway, this is the part when Tom Hanks is on the FedEx airplane and it crashes into the ocean and he finds himself washed up on this deserted island. This phase is disorienting, it's jarring, and it's weird to find yourself in an unfamiliar place. Next, the character has to take some sort of massive action and orient themselves into this new world. Then, they need to reflect on what they have available to them right now and make a plan to get home. Remember when Tom Hanks had to sort through all those packages to find out what he has? This is that phase. The next step is where the adventure really begins. That's when they start to make their plan for their return, their way home. They know they have to overcome massive obstacles, but with each challenge they overcome, it's making them a stronger person and giving them the skills that further their journey. Often in movies, this phase is turned into some tidy montage where the character keeps getting better and better with each scene set to some dramatic music. But in real life, this is the messy middle. This is where you try stuff and it fails. You learn a little and then you try again. And for all of us, this is what makes us better. And this is where the character in the stories develop and become stronger. So now that they've developed and had this experience, finally they return home. They've made it. And while they usually would never pick this crazy experience, they're glad they did it 
this struggle to return has shaped their character and stretched them in ways they never thought possible. And I think this is really true for nonprofits right now. We're in a crazy world no one alive today has ever experienced. There are going to be some tough months ahead for all of us. But we also have an opportunity to innovate and adapt. We have a chance to learn new things about the people who work for us, the people we serve, and our mission and our organization. And while we might not have ever picked this environment, this crazy world, we're going to be glad we went through this experience because it made us stronger and more resilient as a person and as a leader. And this is the message we want to help you convey with the return pitch. And we've put together a great handout for you that walks you through all of the steps of this return pitch. You can get it by going to our website at sevenfigurefundraising.com return. That's sevenfigurefundraising.com return. You can download this pitch template to use and help you outline what your return pitch will look like. So we're going to go through now and break down big picture what this return pitch looks like for your organization. And this pitch is broken down into three big parts, the way it was, the way it is right now, and the way forward. The first two sections, the way it was and the way it is right now, that's about half your pitch. And then the last section, the way forward, that's the final half, that final 50% of your pitch. So let's go into the first section, the way it was. As we discussed in a previous episode, when making your pitch, you always want to start off by thanking the donor for their previous support. And this is critical now more than ever because people are making big sacrifices to continue to support the work of nonprofits all across America. And we want to make sure those donors know how much we appreciate them partnering with us to make it happen. Next, you want to tell your donor about what's changed. This is where you want to talk about what's not going to happen because of the COVID crisis. And this reminds me of what Jim Collins talked about in Good to Great when he talks about talking with James Stockdale, who was the longest serving prisoner of war in Vietnam. And Jim Collins asked him, like, how did you keep your faith? How were you able to persevere through these seven and a half years as a prisoner? And what he told him was this thing that's become known as the Stockdale Paradox. And it's all about balancing realism with optimism, that balance or that paradox between how things were and how we wish them to be. The Stockdale Paradox is all about balancing realism with optimism, being incredibly realistic about the way things are right now, but also helpful that you and your organization will succeed in the end. In your pitch, you might say, the last time we met, we said we were going to be doing this. And then talk to them for 20 or 30 seconds about what plans you discussed the last time you met. But understanding, you know, the world's changed a lot. But here's what stayed the same for us. And this is the point in the pitch where you transition from the way it was to the way it is right now. And at this point, you want to detail what stayed the same for your organization. And then go into what's changed. So I think a good way to think about this is it's kind of like sailing a ship. The ship itself has stayed the same, but we've had to change or trim our sails to adapt to the current environment. So after you've talked about what's stayed the same and what's changed, you want to transition into this whole section on what you've learned because of this. And in this section, you want to tell your donors about what you've learned and break it down into three parts. What you've learned about your mission, 
what you've learned about your staff, and what you've learned about the people you serve. This section reminds me of a story that Scott Cook tells about the early days of Intuit, the makers of Quicken. And back in the early 1980s, not a lot of people had personal computers. But Quicken provided an easy digital checkbook for people to use to balance their personal finances. And during this time, they would survey their users, and they kept hearing from about half their users that they were using the Quicken software at work. And they kept seeing this data, and they thought it was odd, but they kind of explained it away because most people didn't have a personal computer. And they just figured people were balancing their personal checkbooks on their lunch breaks or something at work. But then they decided to finally dig in and contact their users and learn what was really going on. And here's what they found. People were using Quicken to manage their small business books because it was so much easier than all the accounting software that was out there available to them. And with this insight, Quicken launched QuickBooks, which is now one of the biggest revenue drivers for Intuit. Scott Cook tells how this experience taught him to savor surprises. From talking with nonprofit CEOs these past few weeks, there's been a lot of positive surprises with your mission, your staff, and the people you serve. Savor these surprises. Tell your donors about them. So let's go back to the pitch. What have you learned about your mission? This could be something as simple as a statement or a sentence about how you're needed more now than ever or something you've realized about your mission. From there, you go into what you've learned about your staff. And this is a great place to have a story. Tell your donors about how your staff has stepped up, how they've innovated, how they've gone above and beyond. Tell them about some surprise that you're savoring. Finally, in the last part of this section, you want to talk about what you've learned about the people you serve. Here again is a great place for a story to savor a surprise. You know, there's a lot of negative news out there right now, and by telling stories about what you've learned about your mission, your staff, and the people you serve, you're telling the story of how you have adapted, but you're also highlighting it in a positive and hopeful way. Remember, when you pitch your donor, there's usually another decision maker who needs to weigh in. And by providing a compelling, positive story about how your team has adapted, you're giving them an easy way to talk about the work you're doing. Now, they may not remember all the details of your whole pitch, but what they will remember is the overall feeling and the stories. So make those stories compelling and make them memorable. So far, we've told our donors now about the way it was and the way it is right now. Now, for the last half of the pitch, you want to talk about the way forward. This is the part of Castaway where Tom Hanks realizes he needs to return and he needs to leave the island and take this big risk. But how do we get back? And to answer that question, this reminds me of this story that the author Brian Tracy tells about when he was a younger man trying to get across the Sahara Desert in Algeria. And there's this 500-mile stretch of desert where the ground's flat in all directions. There's no landmarks, there's no roads, and it's really easy to get lost. But there's a simple way that you cross that section of the desert. And it's simple because years ago, the French, when they controlled Algeria, had put in these big 55-gallon oil drums spaced about three miles apart. And three miles apart is about the curvature of the earth. So when you're driving across, you simply drive from one oil drum to the next drum. You always have 
one you can see ahead of you, and one you can see behind you. And that's how you go across this 500-mile desert, one barrel at a time. And what's interesting is this is a version of how people have navigated for most of human history. They've gone from one waypoint to the next waypoint. For your pitch in this way forward section, you want to think about having two goals or waypoints. These are what you are headed for in the short run. For one of the goals, you want it to be related to your original mission. For the second goal, you want it to be something you have innovated because of the current reality with this COVID challenge, this crisis. Another way to think about this is a great analogy that comes from a move in boxing called a pivot. Now, just to clarify, I'm not a boxer. I've never trained as a boxer, so I might be getting this all wrong. But I have watched one YouTube video, so that makes me an expert on this. To perform a pivot in boxing, you keep one foot firmly planted in the ground, and you move the other foot, pivoting and giving you new angles to fight from. For your pitch, you want to think of your planted foot as that first goal, that thing that's staying the same from your original mission. But for your second goal, that's your pivot foot. That's the thing that's going to move around and give you new options because the opportunities you see in front of you right now. With each of these goals, you can talk about your plan to get there. But I would caution you about setting specific dates to accomplish these goals since there's so much uncertainty. You want to be confident that your team can accomplish them, but you want to be really careful about setting a specific timeline. Now, let's move into the final section of the pitch. This is the return to a new normal. And this is where you're hopeful about the future. We are going to return back to normal. And because of our experience, because of those pivots, because of these goals we've set along the way, we're going to come back stronger because of this. And then, as a final part of your pitch, you want to thank your donor for partnering with you on this journey and ask them for their continued support. Or if this is only an update meeting, just end by thanking them for their continued support. And that's it. That's the return pitch. And just to recap, the return pitch is this. You want to thank them for their support. Talk about how the last time we talked, our plans were this. But since then, the world's changed. But here's what stayed the same for us. And here's how we've adapted. But you know, through this, we've learned some interesting things. We've learned about our mission. And you say a statement. Then you want to talk to them about what you've learned about your staff and tell some compelling story. And then you want to talk about what you've learned about the people you serve, another place for a great story. And then you want to pivot to the future. And right now we have two big goals to get through this. Goal number one, that's tied to your original mission. And goal number two, how you've adapted because of this COVID challenge. Now we will return back to normal but we're going to be better and stronger because of this. And then you want to thank your donor for continuing to partner with you on this journey. And that's the return pitch. And I encourage you to take the time to go through this outline and build your own script and your own story that utilizes this framework. You can use this over the phone. You can use this on a Zoom call with your donors. It's a really flexible outline that gives you the opportunity to talk about the great work that you're doing, but then also tell about how you've adapted for this current crisis. And I want to leave you with one final thought. A few weeks ago, I was talking to one of our former students. Her name's Christy Campbell, and she's founded this really interesting school 
called the Buckeye School in Illinois. And she told me this quote that her grandfather used to say, and I think it resonates really well right now. And what her grandfather used to say was this, is when the poker table gets flipped over, there's incredible opportunity for anyone who's brave enough to get down and fight for it. For people running nonprofits and business, it's been a tough time. The poker table's been flipped. But in all the chaos, there's opportunity. So be brave, dive in, and grab this opportunity. To find out more about the return pitch and download your own copy of this template, visit sevenfigurefundraising.com return, where you'll have access to the pitch template and other resources to help you fundraise. If you're interested in learning more about the Seven Figure Fundraising System, we're going to be holding, for the first time ever, a live virtual workshop on July 13th, 14th, and 15th. This workshop will feature the same information that we cover in our in-person workshop, but for a third of the normal price. Here's what past attendees have said about the Seven Figure Fundraising Workshop. This workshop is crucial if you really want to grow your nonprofit, and it's worth the time, the energy, and the money because you're making a true investment into your nonprofit organization and most importantly into you, the person who's executing it. The coaching has been phenomenal, unlike anything I've been a part of in, in a dozen years of fundraising. This is honestly, I'm sincere about this. This is the best training I've ever had. If you want to learn how to find new major donors and grow your existing donors, this is the workshop for you. To find out more about the workshop, visit us at sevenfigurefundraising.com. That's sevenfigurefundraising.com.